0: grassroots levels with world cup and european championship experience hello and welcome to another edition of leader manager coach welcome to the podcast great to have you with us and uh, if this is your first time a very very warm welcome and please take a deep dive into uh the long list of previous episodes there's uh so much stuff to to have a look at whether you're a leader a manager a coach in whatever sphere of life it is take a look and uh pick and choose and as i always say enjoy and profit now in this episode we're going to talk about leo tolstoy once again in its episode 10 of the coaching wisdom of leo tolstoy and i'm not going to do too much of a preamble because you probably know all about it by now can't recommend the book highly enough for your own for your own perusal for your own reading and for your own enjoyment and there's so much stuff in it uh, It's such a fantastic read. So here we go. Here are the the key points on Leo Tolstoy's episode, uh, month 10. Okay, number one, first one. And uh, as I always say, we may have covered some of these before, but they're always worth underlining. Number one, be a student. Have the attitude and have the approach of being a student. And a student is ready to learn. A student is humble. A student asks questions and a student is not afraid to try things and find out what works and what doesn't. The minute we think we've got it sussed, then I think that's the start of of, uh, a little bit of a demise. So be a student. Number two, have you ever considered uh, so much how much we really, really listen? Now, this is a big lesson that I've recently learned Um, because I thought I was listening to people and I decided after hearing something to make a little bit of an extra effort. And it was amazing what I found that I was missing out on. So learn to listen. It's a great, great skill. And it's all about attention. It's not just about auditory attention because if you're with somebody, Try and give them your absolute full attention, your body language, your eye contact, and listen to the words that they say. It will be a real changing experience, I can guarantee you. Okay, number three, detachment. And this links really well with a lot of the work that Brian Johnson puts out there, which is about process and some of the things we've talked about in George Leonard's mastery episode about what's in our control and what's out of our control. The results are more often than not, if not always, out of our control. The things that are in our control are our words, our thoughts and our actions, i.e. the processes. And when we are doing things, whatever that is, and it's in a family, it's in a work situation, it's in a sporting situation, it's on the field, it's on the grass, it's on the court, it's in your office, it's your due diligence, whatever it is you are doing. You are responsible for the process, but you are not responsible for the outcome, because often there are other things that affect and impact the outcome now yes we the reason we do things is because we want an outcome and we often get paid on the outcome but as we all know particularly in sporting environments things change the wind changes there are the opposition to consider etc etc so we cannot always be totally in control if ever at all of the outcome and that's where this detachment comes from and yes it's normal completely normal of course to feel disappointment to feel pain to suffer to feel anger to feel frustration compared to elation and joy and happiness and relief on the opposite side of the coin but there's a great lesson in understanding what it is we control which is the process and detaching from the outcome to give us that peace of mind which will funnily enough put us in the place where we're best placed to get a better outcome so that's detachment next one relentlessness what a wonderful word relentlessness how much can we learn from being relentless in terms of the pursuit of what it is that we are trying to achieve I had a great conversation with a very successful businessman recently who didn't use the word relentless, but in his description of a process he went through when he was acquiring one of his businesses, one of the businesses businesses that he was passionate about was how much time and effort and due diligence he put in to getting the result he wanted. And that came from the, the energy to keep doing that came from his passion for the subject but he showed relentlessness and I watched uh, this the time I'm recording this the 2019 Rugby Union World Cup is being shown and there's some ph- phenomenal games on and I'm watching teams and some of the teams the more successful ones are utterly relentless in the way that they play the game. Their players just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. And you wonder if you were in that situation, how you would deal with that. And you also wonder how the, the strategy of the coaching staff have embedded that principle within the players that you just keep coming and you just keep coming and you just keep coming. And, I, and I've read also recently in, in a book about how the leaders of the world's most successful teams are individuals who demonstrate this relentlessness above and beyond an awful lot of other things. Above, certainly above and beyond technical ability in a specific sport the thing that separates them all one of the key things that separates these leaders and these greats is this relentlessness and it's, there's a great lesson in there for all of us it doesn't mean trying to do it all in one day it just means getting up the next day and doing it again and again and again next lesson Let's have a cause in our lives that's bigger than us. And again, I come back to some reading that I've done and a conversation that I've done. And I'm speaking to somebody who was talking to me about a passion and doing something that's bigger than himself, that means more than just a return for him personally. And the whole project involved communities and people and individuals and other businesses that that was so much more than just a return for that person and the lesson in there for me or one of the lessons is how great it is when we are involved in something and I think we all have that inner desire to be involved in something that's that's meaningful that's bigger than ourselves. As human beings, I think we have that in us that we want to be involved. We want to be part of something that's actually bigger than ourselves. And often as leaders, as coaches, we can think and and put those thoughts in our players' minds and in in our followers' minds and the people we influence about how, how they can be part of something that's bigger than themselves. It takes your eye off yourself and, and helps you to see a bigger picture. The next one, and this relates to the to the to the first point we talked about: be inquisitive, ask lots of questions. Don't just say yes. I understand for the fear of looking stupid. Be prepared and to be different than everybody else, or certainly the majority of people, and find out when you know that there's something you do not understand, research it, study it, look at it. I think this is one of the reasons that Jordan Peterson has been so prominent recently in the last few years because he is a man who has a depth of knowledge on subjects that I wouldn't say is unfathomable but is deeper and more profound than most people alive on the planet. That is why he has the ability to communicate in the way that he does and why he has the ability to have the strength of mind to set out his words and his arguments because behind it all is a structure or a substructure of knowledge that has come from probably asking question after question after question and going after the answer again relentlessly to find the answers that you want over many 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 years. Next point, life will have its way with us and we have to be prepared for change and we have to be prepared with change for loss. How many of us hold on to or try and hold on to the good things, the things that please us, the people that we like, the relationships that we want and the situations that are making our lives positive at the expense of moving on and growing and developing and evolving to bigger and better things because we do not let go and ultimately ultimately we suffer more because we, they say don't they, that pain, uh, suffering is the amount of pain that a subject gives you plus the degree to which you hold on to it. you know you stop allowing it to happen and one thing I have learned is that we have to allow we have to let things be as they are in in many many situations and change will come life will change situations will change Some days we're top of the tree. The next one we can be completely bottom of the pile. And change and loss are a part of life. Next one. We've definitely talked about this before. Tolstoy's mentioned this one before. And this is one of my favourites. It's be yourself. Be yourself. Now specifically this little bit this month was talking about closing. Something called closing the gap. The phrase he used was closing the gap. And closing the gap for me means closing the gap between how you think, how you speak, and how you act. Is that aligned with who you really are? Now, if you can close the gap on your thoughts, your words, and your deeds in terms of those three things to who you are, you will feel like you're on the path. You'll feel happier. Uh, more at peace and you'll know that you'll know that you'll know that you're in the right place at the right time. It's when we force ourselves over periods of time to do things that are malaligned with us. We we know how we feel when we think and speak and do things that are not aligned with us. So that's what closing the gap means for me in this situation. It really is being yourself. The next one is a subtle one. And there's a great book, and please excuse me, I can't remember the name of the author. It may come to me in a couple of seconds, but it's called Power Versus Force. And I believe that this book was banned for an awful long time in certain communities because of its ability to really make you think. And the the point that Tolstoy is making is that, you know, People can shout and scream and push and shove and be physically violent and make a noise and create mayhem. And yes, that's force. But somebody can be sitting quietly with a presence and an aura, and that is power. There's an awful lot of difference between power and force and power is where it's at because if you're powerful you know that you do not have to be forceful and it's a it's a subtle difference but there's an awful lot of value in 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 thinking about that and and finding out about that and again i can't that's a book i can't recommend highly enough tolstoy reminds us what ryan holiday has written about in his book stillness because Tolstoy talks about silence and what silence can do for us particularly in this 21st century whereby the discovery or the finding of a silent place the the quiet solitude the natural setting away from the phones and all the things we talk about is not so easy to find all the time and it's that rejuvenation it's that recovery It's that rest to enable us to go again and give the best of ourselves in the following hours or the next day. So do not dismiss the value of sitting quietly. As somebody once said, there ain't many problems that can't be solved by sitting alone quietly in a room. Next one, now, the power of now. I think it's Eckhart Tolle's written the book about the power of now sold millions and millions of copies and I'm not going to hear, not here to uh, to go through that right now but we only have the present, we can only influence the present time with our words, our thoughts and our deeds and it's what we do now which is important, not what we think we're going to do tomorrow, not what happened yesterday, not what will happen next week, there's nothing wrong in planning, there's nothing wrong in organisation, in fact there's everything right with planning an organization as far as i'm concerned but it's what we do now in this second the person we talk to the letter we write the, the 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 session we coach the interaction we have the eye contact we have the decision we make to eat the food to take the drink to serve somebody to do what is in this present second now number one and this is a great one two most important points in your life number 1 when you are born and number 2 when you find the reason why number 3 the next point not number 3 the next one empathy if you can find your way to being increasingly empathetic you will have A substantial improvement and an increase in the beauty of the love and the relationships in your life. Empathy is the ability to put put yourself in another person's shoes. And how many times a week? How many times a day? How many times do we make judgments whether they're silent, quiet judgments in our own mind? Or verbal judgments because it's an issue that needs verbalizing or we think it needs verbalizing where we make a judgment or a criticism and how many times if we do have the time or the opportunity to discover more what the find out what the backstory is and know what's really going on do we think aha I didn't recognize that I didn't realize that and having empathy is having that ability to recognize what is going on with somebody else in a situation so that you can make a better judgment call and improve how you respond to that situation or that person which ultimately will improve all your relationships empathy wonderful wonderful stuff next one pain is a part of life Ryan Holiday talks about this all the time in his great work on the stoic philosophy that look life is tough, life is hard, it's going to give you challenges, sometime you're going to find yourself very probably in the biggest pile of poo you've ever found yourself, wondering how on earth you got here and how it's fair that you're in this state, you may lose every single thing you possibly have, hopefully you won't, you may suffer devastating injury or illness, hopefully you won't, but you may do. Life does things like that and brings things along. However, what Tolstoy tells us that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. There's a difference again, just like between power and force in pain and suffering. When we have pain, yes, we hurt. It may be physical, it may be emotional or psychological. Nobody is denying that. What Tolstoy is saying is there is a way of dealing with it. There's no magic pill we have to endure, but we can suffer. The more we complain, the more we refuse to let go, to accept the responsibility that needs to be accepted and blame and point fingers and wish and deny, the more we will suffer and the longer it goes on pain and suffering two to go last but one penultimate one be prepared to be an independent thinker Tolstoy implores us to use our amazing intellects our own insights and our our own amazing brains and minds to be independent thinkers and I was listening to Eddie Jones the England Rugby Union coach who was saying the biggest Uh, part of his career when it didn't happen and he used uh, a little bit of a profanity which I won't use on this podcast but he said the worst time in his coaching career was when he tried to follow and mimic other people he said it was awful he returned to being an independent thinker to being Eddie Jones and the rest as they say is history so be yourself Be proud of yourself, find out what you're great at and go and show the world. Next one, which is the last one I'm going to talk about. Tolstoy tells us that one of the greatest things we can do for ourselves, for our communities, whether they're a sporting community or a family community or a social community or a work community is sacrifice. We will have to sacrifice in certain ways if we want to be influencers, we want to be leaders, and we want to help the cause. So if you, if you are going through a sacrificial process, no matter how small that is or how big that is, it may be somebody who makes the tea. You are sacrificing your time for the benefit of your community that is what sacrifice is it doesn't have to be enormous giving where you demolish yourself in order to provide something for somebody else it's the little things because people say there's no such thing as a little thing no such thing as little things so the last one is sacrifice so there we go that's leo tolstoy's wisdom for episode 10 from the month of october there should be 15 to 20 points there i hope you can get something out of that i hope one of those just rings a bell one of those gives you something to take a deep dive into and one of those can just change the way you think all it takes sometimes folks is one idea and one thought process to have a significant change in our lives isn't it you know those those things happen all the time if you're on the path All right, listen, it's always great to chat. It's great to have so many people listen to the podcast. I do appreciate it. If you've got any comments, thoughts, catch me on uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Let me know what you think or www.robrials.co.uk. And uh, as always, enjoy and profit. Catch you later. Bye-bye.